With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Miss Reason Show. I'm your host, Miss Reason, and we have just Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, lady. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? I am exhausted, girl. The party was fun, girl. I bet it was. I wish I could have been there. Oh, my goodness, girl. We was all Beyonce with this Beyonce wig, and they did wardrobe <laughs> changes. It was so fun. I know, right? I saw the pictures of the girls, and I was like, oh, my God, it looks so exciting. I wish I was there. <laughs> So they're having a slumber party too, huh? Yeah, girl, they downstairs now talking about they're going to stay up all night. I'm oh, not with Lord. them on that. Right. They're going to be babysitting <laughs> themselves, girl. Let's see. Well, we have another exciting show tonight. We've been on a roll with all these good shows, haven't we? Yes, we have. Um, yes, tonight we have. We have I know. Tonight we have Alicia Taylor, and I'm excited to speak with her. Um, the show last night was really great. Uh, Briggs was yeah, a wonderful. Was. Briggs was a wonderful guest, and he has a great support system. So we can expect some wonderful things from him in the future. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, he, he contacted me too, so I'm, I'm sure we'll be hearing from him real soon um, for okay. some things coming up for the future. But um, I'm looking forward to speaking with Alicia, too. Um, You know, she's a plus-size pageant winner and model and a motivational speaker. So, you know, I I always love to hear from, you know, the sisters. Right. Well, Alicia is here, so let me bring her on. Hello, Alicia. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Good to talk to you guys. It's glad to, to talk to you, too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So um, so how's your day, Alicia? Oh, really good. I um, honestly rested today. I uh, work um, in radiology overnight, so ended up coming home, and I've been resting so I can go back and do it again. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, so, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, well, you know, uh, Marie's been resting all day, too, but I've been uh, partying like a rock star. I'm, I'm ready to get some rest <laughs> after the show. Oh, my goodness. What, what What's going on? Well, my baby's birthday is tomorrow, so we do a party today. And oh, I had the pleasure tell her of, happy birthday. I sure will. I had the pleasure of partying with three lovely ladies today, 
And we did everything from karaoke as Beyonce to uh, fashion show wardrobe changes. And then she had a red velvet birthday cake, if that's not diva-ish. Oh, man. Red velvet, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really good, too. The cake was really good. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good, honey. I know you were busy. You know, I have two of my own. So I totally understand um, when it comes to birthday parties and uh, having you a whole crew. Uh, Yeah, we, you know, I get it. Right. Right, But I wish I could have been at the party. It looked like they were having a ball. Oh, my goodness, yes. (laughs) We even got my mom to put on a Beyonce wig. Oh. It was fun. It was so much fun. They each uh, oh, put on a wig and sang their favorite uh, Beyonce song. Okay. And uh, we had them dress okay. up like TLC. I made some outfits like TLC. And then they also had on some um, African rats, too. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. So, yeah, the preparation for it was, was murder on her. But it all came oh, through wonderfully. Right. Yeah, it did. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Everybody was happy. Girl, they still up um, now partying downstairs. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> Look, you said, all right, bye. You know, I did my part. Right. Now you go oh, ahead. And alive. <laughs> y'all, go, <laughs> y'all go ahead and do what y'all right. going to do. Now, mind you, these are young girls. They're not even teenagers yet. Mm-mm. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, so they did, really did have all, a good time. Us. Oh yeah, wow! Baby just oh yeah. Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. our well, girls you know, are thought about that. seven, eight, mm-hmm. and nine. Yeah, you know, I oh, just want them to remember okay. it. Right, and they will. That you know, that's around the age where you start remembering uh, birthday parties and different things like that. I remember uh, my uh, birthday party. I had a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Birthday party at seven. I wanted. Uh, I was a little tumboy, but I wanted uh, to be Raphael for the party. So <laughs> he the I best remember one, my party he's the well. Best one. Mm-hmm. He's the best he is. One, I don't know what it is about Raphael. Man, I tell you, he's always been the best. But yeah, right. so yeah, I am tucking out though. I'm telling you. Yeah. So we we always do a topic, a hot topic. And this week, um, you know, the big thing is the inauguration. So we've been asking all of our guests, um, do you have any feelings about it or how do you feel about it? Well, yes. Yeah, so, you know, I tell you, it's two ways to look at this, okay, for me. Um, of course, I was surprised, you know, when it came to who was picked to be president. But I also look at it as God is still in control when it comes to anything and everything that happens with this country, with anything. And um, with that being said, regardless who's in, you know, uh, the presidency at the time, you know, who, who, you know, who got picked, God is still going to be the one to make the ultimate decisions if you allow him to in your life. That's how I look at it. So with this inauguration, inauguration, I saw a little bit of it because um, I was running and ripping and running so much um, that day that I uh, went to finally stop and I got my toes done. I did something for myself, and they had it on. 
And I, you know, I just watched it, and you know, I really didn't have much to say, um, you know, about it. I, I've tried to figure out though why they kept on getting in and out the car because I saw that I was like, <laughs> why do they keep on, you know, getting in and out this car like this? And it might be for safety reasons, but you know, um, not much thought ran through my mind. But just God, you are in control. I have to trust in you, believe in you, continue to pray, and you know. Um, allow you to just guide this country and guide your people, regardless of, you know, who, like I said, who's the leader or not. Okay. So, yeah, that's how I felt about it. Okay. Well, I mean, I watched too. I'm pretty sure that it was safety reasons why he kept getting out of the car. But right. if you look at the their facial, everybody's facial reactions, uh, the Obamas, the Trumps, everybody looked irritated that day. Everybody they really did. Irritated. Yes. I was wondering, like, like, why do they keep on getting in and out of this car? Like, I just couldn't understand. I don't know. I'm like, five, look, you know, you'll see them for, like, two minutes, and then all of a sudden they disappear. And I'm like, well, where did they go? You know? In the car. Mm-hmm. They're back in the limousine, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure hey, it out. but um, Michelle yeah. was looking like she was ready to go the entire day. Mm-hmm. Ready, her and, and uh, Milena. They, whatever they they both look ready to go all day, right? <laughs> but I will say, Melena, Melena, the outfit she wore—that was the most clothes I have seen her in, and she looked really classy. Yeah. She looked really nice. Yeah, looked very classy and very nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know if you noticed. Um, oh goodness, it's so hard to say this, but first, uh, first lady Trump. Um, if you noticed <laughs> that she had on, um. Jack, like a rendition of, I think it was Jackie O's uh, dress. Right. Did you see that? Right. Um, yeah, I did. And the baby blue, and um, I think it was pink, a peach or whatever that Jackie O had. So, right. Like, okay. With the folded you know. collar, but you know what? Right. It, I will say, because you know they 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 made a big deal about her taking the um the speech from Michelle and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. You know, it's not the best thing she could have did, but you know what they say about, um, you know, when when people mimic you, it's it's the it's the highest form of flattery. Yes, the highest form of flattery. You can tell it that is. she's trying really hard to be a good first lady. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's going by example because she could just be doing whatever whatever she wanted to do. That is so true. Trump that sure is, so is saying and doing whatever mm-hmm. he wanted to do. And <laughs> you know, she's going by the examples of the past, and she's trying. Right. I would give her she's that. trying. That's. Yeah, I will too. You know what? I, I mean, I kind of applaud her on that uh, because, like you said, it could have been anything, you know, that she could have mm-hmm. came with. But you know, you know, it was a cute dress. You know, like I mean, it was and all she was you know, covered up, blue. which you know is like, not yeah. her style. You know, right. covered up so, is not her style. And so the fact right. that there was well, no cleavage, there was barely any leg. She, right. She right, tried right. with that. She really tried. And well, I would hope so. In that, um, I don't know, thirty degree, twenty degree weather day, I would hope that you would be covered up outside. So I'm so glad yeah. that they ch- <laughs> chose right. to uh, put clothes on, and you know, you know, because they would have been freezing any other way. So yeah, you know, um, ended up, you know, like I said, watching it and just feeling like God is in control. That's all I could say. I, I had to keep on telling myself, God, you're in control. You're in control. You're in control. You know. So yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the only way you really can look at it, you know, at this point. And, you know, one of our other guests, uh, Kanisha, said the same thing, you know, like we cannot, uh, like, like really this this guy won't 
really control our destiny if we don't let them. A lot of the stuff um, affects us because we allow it to. Right. right. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, the ultimate goal for most of us is, is to not have to work a nine to five anyway. So if we work towards, if anything, if nothing else, maybe that will make us all work towards those goals. So we'll you know what? Less. Push you more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Push you harder, you know, and that's sometimes what it takes when a little fire gets lit, you know, uh, right. even when you don't light it yourself, a lot of times it does push us. I mean, I can even attest to that in my life. So, yeah, I agree with you. I do. Right. Okay. So we are excited to get into all of the things that you have going on. All right. right yes, ma'am. We're excited about this. Um. Yeah. I know you as the, you know, I knew that you were Miss, how, I want to say your title correctly, Miss California Plus? Yes, right? Miss California okay. Plus America, yes. All right. So let's talk about, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, sis, you want to ask the first question? Um, so, well, before you became Miss California Plus America, were you, had you done pageants before or was that your first pageant? That was my first pageant ever wow. in life. Yes. Oh, wow, first and you won it. That is awesome. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it, it was such a blessing uh, because, uh, like I said, not only did I win the title, but I ended up taking home Most Talented, Miss Congeniality, and the Supreme title. So, oh, right. wow. Yeah, yeah, God was all over that. Well, what is What exactly <laughs> is the Supreme title? Okay, well, the the Supreme title is the ultimate title uh, between the three women that won. So you have Mrs. Division, you have the Miss, M-I-S-S Division for the 29 and younger crowd, and then you have the 29 and older crowd not married, the M-S Division. So okay. I won for the Mrs. Division, but on top of that, uh, between uh, the three ladies, I won the Supreme title out of oh. those. Like you were the best of the best three. You were the best okay. three. Okay. That's awesome. So um, how long did you carry the title? For a year? Yeah, I'm still holding on to it until April. I give my crown away April 23rd. I'm a little sad. Okay. But April 23rd, yeah, I give my crown well, away know. and pass it on. Well, you know, they can okay. never, once you won it, you, they can never actually take say that you, you know, take the fact that you had the title right. back. So, that you is know, so as far as you're concerned, so you know, because I was bestseller last year. You can't tell me I ain't bestseller this year. Right. So, you know. Hold on to it. Right. You could be Miss Plus, you know, Miss California Plus America every year if if that's how you feel. That's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah. I go to the pageant, so, um, like I said, April 23rd next year. Okay. Next year. Well, this okay. year. I'm sorry. This year. This year. Okay. So what do you do, like when you win a pageant, um, you know, I, from my understanding, you guys go around and speak and you do whatever um, you did, um, whatever you said that you were aspiring to do. Is that true? Yeah, so um, the pageant system that I'm a part of, they really focus on purpose. Um, Why are you doing this? Not necessarily just your looks and, you know, what clothes you have, but it's about why 
you know, the why, the big why. For me, uh, the reason why I did the pageant in the first place was because of the organization I'm starting um, this year. Uh, well, it's already started, but it's going to be official this year called Beauty for Ashes Campaign. And um, okay. what that organization is for me, um, it's a youth ministry where I share my testimony about the things that I've been through uh, with the young women from the ages of 13 and up. And I talk about um, them embracing the power of prayer, um, embracing their past, and really focusing on the gifts that God has given them um, to be better women in life. And so, yeah, that's that's the reason why I did the pageant in the first place. So you have to have a platform for a pageant or for this particular one. Some of them you don't. But this particular one, you have to have a platform. That's beautiful. I know that. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. I was reading in your bio that you found um, where you have built a better relationship with God, and then that's when you started your ministry. So had right. you not built a better relationship with God and got into your ministry, would you have considered doing pageantry as a career? You know what? I, I'm going to be honest with you. The way this pageant thing was set up, you know, like I said, the way it was set up, okay, my bank account, um, <laughs> I would have not <laughs> thought of anything dealing with pageantry. I'm so glad that God sent me on that path, but I never, ever uh, considered pageantry. I was always into singing, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember, because um, we went to school together, so I don't know if you yeah, remember that. Yeah, I remember. Know. Yeah. You know, me singing and stuff like that, that was my thing. So the pageantry part was just, like, really following my faith. Like, um, okay. woke, how it happened, like I said, I woke up one day, and this lady contacted me, the director from the California Plus America pageant, and I have been asking God to help me to be able to um, get my ministry out, you know, so people can know about it. And okay. basically from that, she contacted me, and I contacted her, and then it took off from there. So I wouldn't have never okay. probably if it would have came to, you know, listening to God and really honing in on what he has to say, been a part of this. But now that right. that you have, would you make a pageanting or um, modeling, plus I was modeling a career? Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. It, I mean, that's exactly where it's heading because what I want to do um, is, like I said, I was with the ministry, but I want to build a brand. And the brand I want to build is not just, okay, look at me, I'm pretty, I'm plus size, I'm curvy. But what it is is, yes, I am pretty, yes, I'm plus size, yes, I'm curvy, but I have a heart. I have a heart when it comes to uh, the things that I want to do. And that's what a lot of the times, and the fact that I am different than what the modeling, you know, uh, what I put like society standards. Um, I'm different than that. You know, they, eight and eight size, eight and up is considered plus size, but the average woman in society is a 14. Exactly. Right. Right. So with that being said, I want to be able to create a brand that we're not just pretty faces. I'm not just a woman that's thick and have, you know, a body like you were just talking about, being modest and showing that I can still do the same things. I can still achieve the same things. I can still be the best me um, and, and do all these things and create this brand. 
uh, being who I am and having a heart behind it, not just about what I look like and, you know, like I said, vanity and different things like that. It's so much more. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do right now. Right. Okay. That's awesome. So, um, so tell us exactly what AASU is, One Life, the organization is. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, Armstrong Atlantic State University was the school that I graduated from. Uh, I received my bachelor's uh, in radiological science there. And while I was there, um, I had the heart to kind of do the same thing that I'm doing now, but on a scale of it being open to everybody, to college students, male and female. And uh, it was, um, like I said, another ministry program organization uh, that would allow you to come in and – have have a place where you can feel like you can connect when it comes to your Christian life. Because a lot of the times, we, you know, go to school, and, you know, they have different organizations, you know, different sororities, fraternities, uh, sports, um, you know, I say glee clubs, drama clubs. But when it came to Christian living, I saw that a lot of what I was around People didn't have things to, you know, go to functions to go to that uh, were Christian-based and different things like that. So with One Life, um, me and one of the professors, uh, Mrs. Campbell, from the uh, college got together and decided that we need to try to create that, the people that were looking like I was. Because I came in and, you know, there, were gospel, there was gospel choir and everything, but it wasn't really organization for me to go to. You know, they had different things, right. but, uh, you know, so that's how we how it ended up coming about. And then, you know, we ended up doing everything that we needed to do, the bylaws, you know, everything we needed, uh, went to in front of the panel, and they approved us. And from now on, well, now Armstrong is changing. They're becoming Georgia Southern now, okay? I don't know if you guys saw that, but my uh, school that I went to, graduated, they're merging with Georgia Southern, so they're going to be Georgia Southern. But that organization will be with them for the rest of the existence of the university, and it's, yeah, that's that's what that is. Okay. Okay. So is this, this organization is limited to the campus. Yes, well, yeah, limited to the campus. That's why, I, I, like I said, I started Beauty for Ashes. Well, Beauty for Ashes came from Power, Power and Poise. So, like, every, let me tell you, everything, the way God sets things up is funny. It's like a chain reaction, okay? So, like I said, One Life is something that just is for the college students on that campus, you know, the people okay. that come, uh, you know, in the future. And then uh, Beauty for Ashes is a spinoff, I'll put it like that, and it's for young women, so it's more for outside of, you know, from, uh, like I said, ages 13, ranges all the way up until beyond, you know, whoever, when it comes to young women. Right. I feel like that's where God has called me to be, to minister to young women. Okay. That's beautiful. That is awesome, especially on college. It's kind of hard to, um, especially if you want to live a Christian lifestyle or at least a faith, you know, to be somewhere where you can have people you can talk to with faith-based organization, that is good to be able to have one. Right. Something available to you at, you know what I'm saying, at your convenience. That is awesome. 
Right, I agree. And, you know, it gave a lot of outlet for people, especially like me, uh, wanting to do things, but uh, wanting to just have options. You know what I mean? Wanted to have options. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Jay, you got a question? Yes, ma'am, I do. Um, One second. So, um, I know you have uh, Beauty for Ashes. You also have a radio show. That you're going to be yes, starting ma'am. soon, right? Yes, ma'am. So I'm what excited. is that about? Okay, well, that's the BBW show. So I'm a part of an organization called the BBW Click, and um, my show will be starting February 1st, Wednesday at 1 p.m., and we'll be talking about everything BBW, everything. You know, when it comes to fashion, it comes to what society says, it comes to feelings, emotions, love, physical health, anything dealing with BBW. I will be bringing, you know, guests on, uh, just like, you know, you guys, kind of similar to you, and uh, we're talking about their experiences, the things that they're doing in the BBW community. Um, Just, you know, I'm excited about it because, this is this this needs to happen because, like I said, the average woman is a 14, and a lot of the times society has beat down so much on women that have a little extra weight. Not you know that they're unhealthy or you know in a bad place, but just because of their right, size, just, just curvy, yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm gonna be honest with you, in the African American community, we're curvy women for the even if you're small, a lot of times you're curvy. You might, right. you know, waist might be a certain size, but because you have hips and you have, you know, butt, right, you what? still you're going to be a big right, and a, as plus a plus size. size. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So I'm trying to, uh, you know, with this radio show, show you know the world of the BBW, of the big beautiful woman. That's what BBW stands for, big beautiful women. Okay. You know, and like it's not just big. Uh, on the outside, but just big, big personality, big everything. Big I mean, I'm bringing it right. all. Big heart. You know, that's what it's about. You know, that's what it's about. Now, the the clique that I'm a part of, it is, um, I think, 14 and up they have where you have to be a certain size. But for my show, I'm opening up this panel, you know, where, like I said, well, I'm going to have all type of women on there, all type of men on there, you know, you know, people that want to talk about the BBW community and what it's about. So right, right, yeah, okay. right. Because you know, then you got you don't just have the BBW; you have the BBW lovers. You know, there are some exactly you not even big right. enough for them. You know what I'm saying? You if you're not above a certain size, you're not. They don't notice you. So right. you know, and I, I think <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful true. that you are. <laughs> That that you are you know like showing this in a in a beautiful light because there are a lot of women that that are ashamed you know body shamed for for this and I I wouldn't even want to be small honestly but you know like everybody is the size that they're supposed to be you know what I'm saying I mean we, right. we can exactly. we all can get healthy and we all can get fit but some people won't be small and some people won't ever be some big, people won't you be. know what I'm saying right and I'm one of those people right. I will never be small because just the way my not only say it's not a big boned thing, but the way my genetics are set up, I'm not going to be small. Yeah, but even some when people I won't. Yeah, some mm-hmm. some people won't look good small. No, really. <laughs> you know, we all. Honestly, I, I have friends that are they can't get above a size eight to save their life, and I tell them the right. same thing that I tell the tell my more curvy friends. 
if that's how you're built, that's how you're built, and you're beautiful. Like, just be, just accept it, and the more you love yourself, the more you're going to glow at your own size. You know, exactly. some people spend a lot of time and a lot of money hating themselves and changing, you know what I'm saying, trying to change themselves, and then you don't look good. You look better when you were your natural size, and I say that a lot. Like, right. a, lot of, a lot of BBWs go through all this surgery and stuff, and you look cuter when you were fluffy. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know, I call it fluffy because yeah. it sounds soft, and you know, like I like right. it. But <laughs> you know, you you some women are I I for the most part did like I have a bunch of BBW you know relatives and friends, and they all are pretty. You know what I'm saying? Inside and out, pretty face, exactly. pretty. You know the way they carry themselves, and you know they're about their business. I think that if if we as black women, period, you know, learn to accept ourselves and accept each other then we all will find a beauty in, in not just us, but in everybody around us. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and then it's starting to be where I want to bring out the issue of even in the BBW community, you have to have a certain shape, like your stomach got to be flat and you got, you know, like, like that's, for that? right. Like <laughs> that's another way of shaming yourself. Like, let's stop that. Let's just accept right. each other for who we are. Everybody has things they don't like. I'm going to tell you right now, there's stuff that I don't like about me. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work on it. I'm going to keep it moving, and I'm going to still love myself regardless. If it's there or not, I'm still going to be Alicia Tootie, no middle name as they call me, Taylor. My nickname is Tootie, but, yeah, I'm still going to be that person. (laughs) Regardless, you know what right? you know though? What I'm saying? I feel like some of the stuff, like weight, waist training, all I would never in my life. I don't care how big I get. You just gonna have to hold on to these love handles and be that's all right. right. Like that's it. I I would yeah, never in my life. I would never in my life. That stuff is not healthy. Like right. only like when you when you're when you're thicker, especially when you got a thick thick bottom. It it's not healthy to have try to squish all your organs into this little tiny space. No, it's people not. It's stuff inside of there that has to fit. fit. <laughs> right. right. And, I mean, you have organs, like you said, and, you know, that's why I'm like, and, and I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't knock the people. If that's what you feel like you want to do and that makes you comfortable, then okay. But that just doesn't work for me. I will give me a right. body shaper. I will give me some spanks and smooth that thing out. But guess what? Right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to put on the waist trainer because that's just not what I want to do. That's not my journey. So I don't knock it, but I'm saying if if I don't do it, don't shame me for not doing it. And if you do right. it, I'm not exactly. going to shame you. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. Let's right. come together. Right. I mean, it's so much of a crab mentality, and that's what I'm trying to get past when it comes I just to the African-American women. community, period, and women, I just, period. Right, that's what I'm saying. I just want the women to, because, you know, it starts with us. So if we start seeing the beauty within, our, within ourselves, the men will have no choice but to see it and accept it mm-hmm. and respect it, period. When we exactly. see ourselves right. in a better light, when we see ourselves, you know, at a higher level, it don't really matter what they see because, you know, we don't, we don't only accept certain things. We're going to start expecting things you know we're gonna we're gonna reflect things that that are worth our time and worth our attention and you know what i'm saying so i I just i just think that you know a lot of things cosmetically are not even necessary because um i i have never done a diet in my life i don't think i could sis 
I don't think I, I could make it. I like right. that. Mm-hmm. I like like sugars. <laughs> I like um, <laughs> right. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I just feel like I know like it's I could be healthier, and I do go on these health kicks where I you know I make sure that I'm not sick or you know like mm-hmm. I don't have high blood pressure. That's what's important. It's not important right. with the size because honestly. No matter what these men say, they don't, they like or don't like. Like for every man that is telling you you need to lose weight, there's two more that just want to hug all your softness, and and mm-hmm. vice versa. For every man that's saying you need to lose weight, you know I mean gain weight or whatever it is, a man that 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 want to wrap himself around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I just think yeah. that. And everybody has their type, like you were saying. Everybody exactly. has their type. You have men that like smaller women. You have men that like bigger women. I mean, right. I'm gonna be right. honest with you. Growing up, it's so funny. My smaller friends used to get upset with me, like when we would go to the malls and different things, because I would get the man to approach me. And I think in their mind they couldn't understand why, but it was more than my size. It was my confidence that I had. Right, it was a glow, yeah. Right, you know, and um, so, you know, that's what really matters, like you were saying. It really, you know, like we just have to get out this stigma that, you know, now if you have to look a certain way if you're BBWR, you got to be shaped like this. And society has a lot to do with that. Media has a lot to do. Social media has a lot to do with that. You know, um, showing us these images that's trying to, you know, push it on us, but that's not realistic. It's just not. And low, low self-esteem has a lot to do with it as well. Of course. Um, yes. Especially if you have low self-esteem, because I was a victim of uh, of falling for the media, low self-esteem. Eating, I, I got an eating disorder behind it. I lost tons of weight, and I looked so sick. But to me, I was beautiful because I was a size 10. But my body is not made that way. I'm not supposed to be a right. size 10. I'm supposed right. to be a size 12. So twelve, fourteen. So it, right. you know, I can totally understand both sides because now that I'm older, I don't go for that anymore. I I know I'm beautiful now, the way I am, how I am, and I love me for me at this size. Um, and I just, you know, being on both sides of the table, I totally can see where both of you are coming from. Right. Well, you know, she, you know, um. Us going to school together, Alicia will tell you I was more of like the I was the the geeky, quiet type. I wasn't really outgoing. I wasn't really, and the moment I grew out of that, like size was never an issue for me. Like whether because I've I've been bigger. I've been bigger. Like between mm-hmm. my kids, after each child, I've been over, and I'm only five four. I've been over two hundred pounds, and I loved it. You still couldn't mm-hmm. convince me not to put on a belly shirt. You still right. tell me that my thighs wasn't the best. Right. Because, right. You know what I'm saying? And then I I went back after my marriage. I got really small. And you still, mm-hmm. like, I still put on some types. Like, look, I'm telling you that that one guy watching me, a lot of y'all don't like this size for me, but that one guy watching me, and it's awesome. I'm telling you, watch. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, just, <laughs> I just felt like that, you know, it came from the inside. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that. You know, there are like there are women like you said in the BBW community that they they happy with the thighs and they happy with the breasts because that's that's popular right. to be thick. But you know they're looking at their stomach like, oh, I gotta lose this weight. But 
if a guy is into BBWs, he's trying to wrap his arms around your muffin top and everything. Like, it's not even mm-hmm. an issue. Everything. You know, it's mm-hmm. more of everything. everything. He right. don't want you to hide it. He don't want you to, you know, if anything, they're trying to help you see past whatever you think of the flaw. And the right exactly. person, the right friend, the right husband, boyfriend, sister, brother, they're going to help you see that. Your side right. never. I, I've seen the, the like you said, big girls get more play than some of the the smaller girls, mm-hmm. and, and vice versa in different situations because it really is just about your confidence, and that that goes out through pageants and everything. If you if you're insecure about yourself, trying to do these pageants, you're not gonna thrive in these pageants. You're gonna make yourself sick. You're gonna fluctuate your weight. You're gonna you know what I'm saying like because there's so many things pulling at your looks that you won't survive doing pageants. If you're secure and you're That's happy, true. you'll be happy doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's and, not gonna, I'm, I'm, you said I'm a mouthful be, on that. Mm-hmm. You did. You're going like, ha- you know I mean? about- to make sure you're healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I know you, I know that you, because um, I follow you on Facebook and stuff, so I know that you, you know, you go to the gym and you make sure you're healthy. You, you know, you eat the, mm-hmm. you eat right to keep yourself on point, but that has nothing to do with weight. That's the exactly yes, ma'am, and I and I don't know if you saw my last post that I put. Uh, it has, no, and that's exactly what I said. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm not going to be a plus size woman because I'm going to always be that. But what it has to do is about health. Period. I enjoy going to the gym because I like to dance. I like I like to do stuff like that, and so I find classes that you know, um, are like more dance based. Like I was doing a UGM fitness thing before I left San Diego. Uh, that's how I raised a lot of my money for the pageant. And I would host these big events, um, with 24 hour fitness. They partnered up with me. And, um, some of, I, I used to have like the best instructors. I miss it so much, but, um, the best instructors to come and we would have a big, like fitness jam, seriously. And, I, you couldn't tell me, you know, I wasn't up there 200-something pounds moving like the, you know, 125-pound right. girl over there. I might have been moving right. a little harder. You know, it's, it doesn't matter. Um, it's about <clears throat> your optimal you. That's exactly what I said in that vid- video. The optimal you you can be, period, regardless of right. your size. I, thank God I don't have any high blood pressure. I don't have any high cholesterol, no diabetes. You know, even with the weight that I have on me, you know, people, they, they're shocked. They're like, you have no health problems? No. To be honest no. with you, w- no. When I had health problems was uh, when I lost a lot right. of my weight mm-hmm. and stress took over, and then I start having health problems. But even at my heaviest, I was better when it came to uh, health, like I'm saying, your blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, than I was when I was smaller. So that don't have mm-hmm. anything to do with it. Right. right. I mean, you, you, as long as you're taking care of yourself, everybody is not going to fit into this shoebox. Everybody's exactly. not going to fit to this to this, this stencil cut, and that's a lot of that that's happening to our children. It's happening to society as a whole. The music. Every, everybody wants to be stencil cut, and nobody wants to be unique anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 trending to be just like everybody else. And I wouldn't want to, you know, like my my weight 
depends whether I'm thick or small depends on what season you catch me in. Seriously, every exactly. year. If you mm-hmm. catch me in the winter, I'm fluctuate I'm, fluffy, as women. Sure. I'm mm-hmm. 16, 16 to mm-hmm. 18 every right. winter. You catch me mm-hmm. summertime, I'm 12 to 14. And that has nothing exactly. to do with gym, exercise. That's just my natural, you know, it's like according to how your much hormones, I work. and how much, Everything, exactly. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you women, know, we are the, like that. We fluctuate like that. Period. But right. the thing about so. that is, you know, even that will change, you know, if you don't love yourself deep within. You know, That's menopause true. comes, weight changes, certain That's things that true. were real up high and cute going to be a little bit lower later on. And, you know, Amen. <laughs> right. These things pass. Your hair might not be, you know, your hair might not be as long as it used to, or it might be down to your back when you're an older woman. And, you know, things, we we all going to change. And if you don't take care of your health inside, and I mean, you know, like spiritually, emotionally, mentally, then you're never really going to be happy, ever, no matter what side that you are. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. And I, I think you that it's beautiful that you do the, um, you know, the spiritual classes to help the young women because a lot of the issues stem from self-esteem. Inside. Mm-hmm. It's, it stems mm-hmm. from self-esteem. If you cared more about yourself, maybe you would do better at work, you would do better at school, you would take care, more care of yourself, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's it. It shows that I'm, I'm gonna tell you that um, really, that's what matters. I even learned that uh, in my personal journey, just living my life, because of the fact that I have been plus size all of my life. And like I said, what I've noticed is when I embraced who I was, regardless, and I found the God in me. That's when things for me changed, and. Okay. I noticed that the inside of me is what mattered more than the outside part of me. Like it really does. Like if you if you have it to where in your mind you know who you are as a woman, you know your worth, you know your value, you know what you possess, nobody can take anything from you. Period. Right. Regardless of period. how you look, your size, your money, your financial status, what you own, what you don't own, that don't matter. Because I could go and rock, honey, a dress from Rainbow for $15 better than some of them rocking uh, Gucci and a Gabbana for $200. So let's be right, for real. Right. My, even with the pageant, I spent less than $100 on my pageant dress. Less than $100. Wow. Some of these women, and I'm not knocking them, spent two, three hundred dollars, four hundred, five hundred dollars on these wardrobes. But do you see what God did even in that? It's because it, it it wasn't about what I had on, about oh I'm this perfect size, oh I look the best. It was about what they saw on the inside of me, and it was Him. Period. That's all it was. That's what made me shine through. It was not me. It was not, oh, I'm the best, I have this the best. No, it was him inside of me. It was him showing through me that that's what makes me different. It wasn't, like I said, myself. It wasn't my flesh, how I looked. Oh, she, she's pretty. No, it wasn't about that. And um, so that's why I do teach about that. You know, Beauty for Ashes, that's exactly what it's about. It's about the ashes of your life and allowing God to turn the ashes with, 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 as we know, ashes cannot be used for nothing else. Once something becomes ashes, that's it. 
But what people don't know is one purpose for ashes that a lot of folks don't know about. Ashes can be used to grow things. You can put ashes in dirt when it comes to, like, you trying to grow a plant in a seed, right. and it helps right. produce True. that seed. True. And when yeah. God does that, turn those ashes of your life into a crown of beauty. That's Isaiah 61 and 3. That's where I come from. He turned the ashes in my life, me being sexually assaulted, molested, me being bullied, me losing my mom at 10 years old, me um, going through where I couldn't find myself, didn't know who I was, um, going through my divorce, all this stuff, God used that. Those were my ashes, and he gave me my crown of beauty. That's what it's about. Okay, no. That's beautiful. That, that is beautiful. Because I was going to ask you what is ashes for beauty for ashes mean, and that is beautiful what you just said. And, you know, I mm-hmm. didn't know that. I mean, I know that uh, I knew that you can use ashes to grow plants and stuff like that. I do have a green thumb. I didn't know that much. But mm-hmm. in the way that you put it for in, in um, perspective for our lives as women, that is very motivating. Um, it, it, it makes you look within yourself and to look to God so he can turn your ashes into beauty, Amen. into a beautiful right. work of art. You know what I mean? So your life will become something of beauty, something that you're proud of, something that you can look forward to. You know, every day waking up, you look forward to it because you're like, God has me. You know, I'm, I'm beautiful. And not just in the exactly. sense of as looks, but you're beautiful with with everything about you, who you are as an individual, you know what I mean? Just everything, every aspect right. of your life. Exactly, you you are, you have it. Right. So, so how do you spread? Go ahead. Go ahead, sis. I was going to ask her, um, with you now, with your ministry outside of the college campus, how do you spread the word about your ministry now? Do you do, um, I heard Jay say you do motivational speaking. I do. I do motivational speaking. Uh, Right now, um, I'm looking to get more, you know, places to speak. Um, I I want to open up not just to churches. I want to go outside of churches, uh, foster homes. I want to go to um, rape crisis centers. Um, youth detention centers, the people that have the other people have looked overlooked, you know, that's the people I want right. to reach. The people that have been the women that have been given up on, that oh they don't know the low income, uh, you know, the ones that say want to be in the project. I, that's the that's the ones I want to talk to because those are the ones who God can use the most because those are the ones that know how to make it through hardships. Those are the ones that've been the strongest through it all because they're still here. So that's right. where I want to take my motivational speaking to. Um, so I'm looking for opportunities. I'm, I'm ready to be able to speak to uh, some young women and for people to, um, you know, if they want me to come speak, you know, I'm free. I'm free for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Is it still for girls ages 13 to 31 or is it 13 yes. and up? 13 and up. Uh, that 31 that was before. Uh, yeah, but 13 and up, I, God had give, given me that. I'm not going to hold back because, you know, we could be right. 50, 60 years old and we still learning, right? <laughs> I mean, right. If, if you're still here and you're still living, you're still learning, period. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's 13 and up. Mm-hmm. Okay. We should be. That's right. We should be. <laughs> right. 
So, okay, so what else do you have? Do you have anything else um, coming up? Like, what else are you trying to do? What's your next move? Well, yes, ma'am. Okay, so my next move, like uh, we already talked about the radio show. Um, That's one thing. I have a um, a fashion show I'm going to be in uh, in June, and I have another one in May that's going to be in San Diego. Uh, the LK Boutique, uh, the magazine spread that I just, I don't know if you you guys saw it on Facebook, but uh, the one that did my custom outfit, I'm going to be going to her uh, fashion show, and I'm going to be a part of that. Um, Also here, um, well, on the East Coast in Atlanta, I have another fashion show. Her name is Armidi King. She's having a fashion show, so I'm going to be, she said she wants me to be a part of that, so we're trying to get that in the works right now. Uh, yeah, and I'm, like I said, just looking for other things to do. I'm also doing uh, hospice volunteering. I just uh, joined this uh, organization, so I'll be, you know, going and, you know, speaking to, you know, young and older people that are dealing with death and things like that. Um, I've been very interested in that. I know a lot of people are like, I don't understand that, but for me it's a calming uh, soothing thing because I feel like they're closer to God, and I learn a lot. As much as me giving them something, they give me something. So uh, I'm also going to be doing that. Beauty for Ashes is taking off. Um, I'm going to be probably making it official because I'm raising money right now. So, you know, I'm looking for sponsorship. All I need is really $500 uh, to start it up. But looking for sponsorship for Beauty for Ashes to become uh, a nonprofit organization. And I have all the paperwork and everything, all the logistics are, you know, happening right now. I have two wonderful ladies that are part of my team, um, Victoria Langston and Tara Bunner. And um, and Tati. Oh, how did I forget my social media queen, uh, Tatiana Veal. Um, so they will be a part um, also trying to get Beauty for Ashes off. So I have a lot, a lot going on right now, a lot that I plan on doing this year. Um, yeah, like I said, on top of the motivational speaking and everything, um, just waiting for God to open up those opportunities and just getting myself out there. You know, I'm I'm open for fashion shows, like I said, motivational speaking, um, doing the radio, and uh, you know, whatever else God has for me, um, I'm you know ready for it. So okay. yeah, there were some things. So where is the radio station going to be aired? What is the station? Oh, so I will uh, post that for you. It's just like calling in like yours. It's a blog talk radio. And um, I have a number, and, you know, I'm loving for you guys to please come on, Uh, even to be my guest, um, so you can talk about exactly what you guys do. Uh, for on this show, but yes, yeah, so it's the same thing. Calling in, if you want to speak, you have any questions, you can go online, type, you know, go to Blog Talk Radio, type in your questions, or you can call in, speak to me. Uh, like I said, um, it'll be Wednesday 1 p.m. Uh, starting February 1st. So please come and join me. Okay, I'll definitely call in, tune in, and, right. and you know, promote. I always support. You know, Thank things you. that are, are positive. It. Exactly, definitely. This is um, I'm excited for your new show, and I know it's going to take off very well because we need a um, we need a platform where we can speak. Um, That's right. You know, have our voices heard. There's not too many places where we can go and really speak about the things that you guys are going to cover, and so it's good that you guys are opening up that platform for BBWs. Um, to be able to to go ahead and say, hey, here I am. 
That's right. And um, I, can I also talk about uh, my website? I'm having a website launched uh, probably next week. So if they, you know, you guys want to contact me, um, my email is bsacampaign at gmail.com. Also, you can find me on the Mrs. California Plus America page or Beauty for Ashes campaign page um, on Facebook. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Beauty for Ashes 44. So follow me. And I'd love to talk to y'all, who, you know, whoever, you know, have any questions, want to be a part of Beauty for Ashes, um, anything, please feel free to contact me. I have no problems with okay. that. Okay, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so you got so much going on. How do you balance all this and being a mom? Ooh, That's my honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. So somebody just asked me this. I had another interview uh Wednesday on Facebook, Facebook Live interview. So um the question was <clears throat> the same thing about me, you know, being able to balance. So my first ministry is my home. Period. Mm-hmm. My kids come first. So I really tend to them first and then ask God to balance everything else after that. <laughs> uh, and I take okay. it one day at a time, boo, one day at a time. I can't even tell you. And I'm a planner, too. I write my stuff down. I have to write it down. If I don't write it down, I will forget it, okay? Right. So, right. Yeah, but I just really, like I said, I ask for guidance, and I just take it one day at a time. Yeah, because Jade is the same way. She, um, Jay is just awesome with her. She balances everything that she does, and she's a mom of two as well. And so I just I commend you guys because my daughter is grown now, so my balancing okay. act is over with with the, right. having a balance. She's grown now, but um, just the fact that, and then I just had the one, and you guys have two, so you have double the responsibility mm-hmm. that I had. With my one, who equals well, I didn't find kids. it. I didn't find it. Oh, she, you know she did, but I didn't find it. Um, you know, our daughters are a lot like. Um, you know, my daughters are a lot like your daughter when she was younger, being that they're very. Um, I, I guess the way we're bringing them up, they're high maintenance. But um, right. my son is easygoing, so really, it's it's once I have her taken care of. He just goes with the flow, you know. He doesn't act for a lot, so you know what I what I do for him is me going, you know, me going out of my way. Like, okay, I have to give you something because I'm giving her something. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't. He's an artist, so he's content with some paper and some pens, and nobody bothering him. And That's um, awesome. she she's the one that is, uh, you know, look at me and. And mommy, I need this, and I mean, yeah, she's the one girl. My nieces said that this was the best party ever, and she said, "Well, you never know what's gonna happen next year." So, <laughs> so that that says her personality. It is, but right for me, you know, I feel the same way that she felt. I can always get a jo- another job. I can always get, you know, do another book signing or write another time. Right. Yes, baby, but my um. I can't, like, I have two kids. I only got two. I got one son and one daughter, and I'm not going, as far as I know now, I'm not going to have another son or another daughter. If anything, I'm going to have a puppy or a kitten, and then they're going to come right behind them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like one, if my house is okay, then anything else I could fix around it. Right. Anything else I can fix. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. for for something to go wrong with your kids, that's the thing that that's that's not fixable. 
Right. You know, when, when they're young, young you, can, you only get one time to raise them. You only get one That's time it. to raise them. You can only raise them once. So That's for right. me, and, you know, Marie will tell you, I, I worked, too. Like, like I work mm-hmm. housekeeping, and that was demanding. <laughs> so it's like, look, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. If my kid's sick, I'm not coming. Like, that's it. I'm sorry. Right. I think, right. you know, there's there's plenty of other places that have jobs, but I can't, you know. Your children and to, come and, and, and other you, you're just like and, me. Mm-hmm. And other countries, though, they're more family-oriented. And you're not mm-hmm. expected to leave your children as Mm-mm. much. You're not required to leave your children as much. But no, here, they like have they, days. Yeah, they let you. They let you raise your kids. You know, they let 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 you send your kids to somebody else to be raised, and they expect you to be okay with it. But um, <clears throat> and they have raising them too. So yeah, for me, you know, look, anything else can be worked around that. I don't, I will stop any any type of. Whatever I'm doing, book signing, anything, if something wrong with them, like that's it. Or, or you know, I work like my my schedule goes around. I need to do this for them first. Mm-hmm. We're going mm-hmm. skating today, so that means I exactly. can't do nothing today. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. I'm totally with you on that. You know, like I said, that's why um I chose to work. Like my um main job is on the weekend. Like I'm telling you, I'm going to work in here in a minute. Uh, because during the week I can be home with my kids. With I'm like you. Right. Um, I can do homework. I can cook dinner. I can, you know, right. be there with them. The weekend, right. uh, matter of fact, that's why I pick. Even though it might be hard, it's worth it for me because my kids they see me every day. They see mommy pick every, them up, right? You're take dependable. them to school and pick them up. Yeah, you know, You're like dependable. and they know, matters. like. They're exactly. structured. They know that exactly. no matter what happens in this school day, my mother's going to pick me up from school. Exactly. We're going to do this homework, and we she's going to cook some food. You know, like, it's, it's it's too many variables when you do life differently. When you're worried about work, the child has to figure out too much for themselves. And, you know, like, exactly. you can't go back and re-raise them. You can't go no, back you and can't. re-raise them. You can't go back and do it all over again. So, really, I am the consistency, and like I try, I tried to teach them. Right now, I am their guide because they don't know. You understand? I'm saying they don't exactly. really get it. So I'm instilling that in them, but I'm trying to show them, you know, that relationship of really what love is. Um, and I, you know, I'm the consistent person in their life right now, especially just becoming a single mom. I really have to be there for mine you know, right now, because right. right? a lot of them, you know, right. well, my oldest don't really understand what's going on, so I have to really be there, you know, for them. Right. So that's why I chose, you know, I'm choosing this path. And, I, and my, uh, let me tell you this lady from my church, Mother Williams, I love her to death. This, she used to tell me all the time. She said, you can go out there and try to save the world, but your whole house can be in turmoil. What about mm-hmm. What about your own? You have right. to look. At your own first, before you go save anybody else's children. And I'm right. like, man, that really, you know, did something to me. You know, that was when my babies were young, and so I took that model on. And I'm like, I gotta make sure mine are okay. Not saying that I don't care about others, because I'm not like, you know, I say me and my three or whatever, and it's only right. two. But you know what I mean? It's really about right. they. I have to make sure that they are taken care of and healthy so that I can be in my right mind to be able to go even help anybody else. 
You know what I mean? Right. But not only that, you know, people, when when you do motivational speaking and spiritual leading and all that, they watch your family. They do. By example. And there are a lot of spiritual leaders who their household is not in order in order and it, it makes True. them respect you less. It makes like it's it's hypocritical really. For you right. know, for you to tell me I need to get myself right and I need to do right by this and do right by that and I'm watching your child fall to the wayside. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times that does happen because people, and it, you know, I'm not faulting the people because, like I said, um, being around people that have, you know, um, what is this, uh, spiritual callings, you know, on their life, I'm not going to lie, it's difficult. It's difficult. But at the same time, you have to really know, like, that's why I always told myself, Lord, let me let me see what my kids need. Let me you know, be able to have my eyes open and not be blind because a lot of times you did, do get caught up in helping everybody else. I mean, you have the right heart, but that doesn't mean right. that, you know, it's going to really be beneficial to your family in the end. You know what I mean? So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people, they don't know. They're trying, but they really don't know, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show, Alicia. Yes, thank you guys for having me. I mean, I'm wishing this so much success. I mean, I love talking to you ladies. I, I really enjoyed it tonight. Well, thank you so of much course. for talking to us. We, we enjoyed you having know. you, and, and you open up so many, you know, points of, of views as far as, you know, you know the Christian-based and the, you know, BBWs. I, I, I wish your show the best, and like I said, I'll promote it because, you know, that there are so people much. that need to hear that. Well, I appreciate it. I all any support, you know, I am so open and welcomed. So thank you. Okay. Thank you for calling well, in today too. Yeah, thank you so much. So you ladies have a wonderful evening and um you we too. had a great show and we wish you the best and we will be looking out for your show and supporting you. Yes, one more ma'am, thing, one more thing. Thank can you, you can uh-huh. you tell um people how to contact you on to find you on social networks or or to book you for motivational speaking or whatever? Um what's your, what are your contacts? Yes, so you can find me on Facebook at Alicia Taylor, um also Mrs. California Plus America and I have a Mrs. California Plus America BFA page or Beauty for Ashes Ministries page campaign i'm sorry beauty for ashes campaign page on facebook i'm also um on instagram under beauty for ashes 44 so you can contact me there follow me um any bookings that you want um for me to come speak at my email is bfa campaign at gmail.com so yeah there there we go that's all the avenues you know if you want to talk to me Alrighty, and y'all, y'all know as usual, um, the Miss Reason Show is is everywhere on all the social networks. So you can follow us under the Miss Reason Show at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything. Um, you know, you can also go back after on Blog Talk. Um, or we give the website because I know they want to see some of our older shows or some of my shows from earlier this week or. It's um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Miss Reason Show. Okay. Good night, ladies. Good night. Good night. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.